Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the College to Pro.com NFL Draft Lab. I am your show host, Bo Marchant. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us as we bring you the next collection of tomorrow's 2020 NFL Draft Stars, and we bring them to you today here on the C2P platform. And if you miss any of these shows in their entirety, iTunes, Apple Music, Block Talk Radio, all opportunities to download and listen to our featured guests. And we have the Tulane running back, the standout, Darius Bradwell, joining us today. And if you're not familiar with him, you're about to be – He's a potent kid. He's a big kid. He's a fast kid. I always remember a couple of plays he had against Cincinnati. Um, I don't know, remember what year it was, but he had some big-time runs, and he was one of those guys I remember watching the game at home and just kind of getting a notebook out and going, hey, what, you know what, i got I got to jot this number 10 down because he's a kid that I think has an NFL future. But with that said, Darius, welcome to the program. How's this afternoon treating you? I appreciate it. Um, this afternoon is pretty good, you know. Been chilling in the house, kind of bored, but been chilling in the house. <laughs> well, staying safe is the thing to do right now. Um, I, I, in terms of just uh, being able to kind of stay in football shape with everything going on, have you been able to get your workouts in? That way, when the phone call rings, you'll be ready to go. Yeah, I've been um, doing a couple things around. I, I run a mile every day and stuff like that. But yeah, I've been doing certain, certain workouts at home and outside. Nice, nice. Now, now I have to ask. I mean, uh, being fantastic career at Tulane, but I mean, growing up, Pop Warner, Pee Wee. I mean, were you the kid with the football in your hands all the time, or was that something that had to come a little bit later on? Uh, that had to come a little bit later on. Um, fun fact: I despised Pop Warner because it was a daddy league, so mostly all the, the <laughs> parents that were involved, I was basically the bench warmer until you know the order I got. Yeah, and t- until coaches want to coach, and then they're not worried about who's uh, kids playing. They want to preserve their own job. So uh, kind of take us through that then. So when do you really kind of start carving out that niche and become the guy that, you know, we see being able to tote the rock with such authority? I mean, when did, when in your young life do you, you kind of get the, oppor- the opportunity to be that workhorse? Uh, I always felt like I had it, but in middle school, um, going into my eighth grade year, I played – all three years in middle school, but going into my eighth grade year, I got tired of losing. Uh, so I, I I remember one day after practice, I was just throwing the ball around, and the offensive coordinator was like, do I want to try out quarterback? I said, I might as well. But ever since then, I, uh, I started throwing it, and I realized how much power a quarterback has. And I said, if, if I could play quarterback, I know my team wouldn't lose. And I end up taking my middle school team to the championship, but I end up losing though, so that sucks. <laughs> well, that's a great story though, man. I mean, it's a fantastic story. 
So, I mean, now I got to ask now, so I didn't know you had the quarterback background. Even with the young age, eighth grade, you're still, you know, you once you get the quarterback in you, I, I think, how many times did you joke around with Coach Fritz at Tulane that may, and maybe you have, I, I don't know all your statistics, but uh, did you ever joke around at practice that you needed a few trick plays so you could let the ball, you know, fly out of your hand a couple times? Uh, yeah, I had a couple, um, sometimes, but it never got, I never got that chance to do it. But, um, I know my junior year, I had did a lot of wildcat and stuff just in case we wanted to do a trick play. But like I said, we never attempted me uh, throwing a pass. Well, for all those NFL interested teams in Darius Bradwell, that's something to know about that. If you do need the trickery, if you need to have someone to throw the ball, he has the ability to yeah. do it. Once again, Darius Bradwell, the standout two-lane green wave running back here on the C2P as we find out a little bit about this young man as he is about under a month away from finding out where he's going to land when this next thing gets started for the 2020 NFL draft. Um, so, I mean, what was it like, I mean, being a Tallahassee kid doing your thing in the state of Florida and then you're off to Tulane? I mean, uh, did anybody in your family – I should ask you this – who was interested in you, and what was it like to leave the, you know, the Sunshine State to, to, you know, to go play football at Tulane? Um, first of all, my dad played in college, and I had a bunch of cousins that played in college too. My dad played at Louisville and FAMU. I had a, uh, a older cousin that went to Florida. He was the number one offensive lineman in the country, so I had a lot of people around me that were very athletic. But also, my mom was a track athlete in high school. So she basically taught me how to run and everything. So, you know, I, I was blessed with good genes. Um, but, you know, growing in Tallahassee is it, it, a football town, football city, a college town. You know, I had Florida State down the road from my high school. And, you know, you know, my biggest dream was to go to college and make it to the league and stuff. And, you know, I used to watch Dalvin Cook. Um, you know, all them boys, Devontae Freeman, you know, being recruited out of high school, I was, I was, I had the mindset of being a quarterback. I was just like, nah, I'm a quarterback, I'm a quarterback. But mainly all my big offers, besides two or three, were me at running back. And, and I remember, uh, I used to have Louisville come down there probably like every, every two weeks. And uh, the running back coach, uh, Kobe Smith, I remember his name. He, he was straight up. He said, he told me, Darius, you're a good quarterback, but you could be a great running back. I can see you in the league. And I was like, I believe you, you know what I'm saying, but I'm a quarterback. And, you know, um, when I got into college and a couple years later, I used to joke around with some of my old high school friends. I was like, dang. If I would have just listened to him, I probably would have been at a bigger school besides Tulane. But, you know, I, I'm just blessed to be at Tulane, the education, the program. And, you know, being in the city of New Orleans taught me a lot of things and how to become a, a young man in society. So, you know, this journey has been a thing but a blessing at the same time. Well said. Well, well said, Darius. I love it. Um, Now, we, we ask all the guys that come on the show, I mean uh, – if you're in the film room with these scouts, I mean, what do you think they're going to love about you? When they're breaking down tape, what are those hallmark home run abilities to the running back position they're going to fall in love with? I think the first thing, my selling point is I, I'm a former quarterback, so my football IQ is probably one of the highest, I think, on the team, wherever team I go to, because I see things that happen before it. 
um, it transpires. Uh, so my football IQ is one thing I think that's going to jump off the film. Also, you know, my size and speed combination and power that uh, I use to my advantage. But also I'm, uh, I have some sneaky speed and sneaky uh, uh, quickness that I, I think people underestimate me watching or, you know, in real life because of my size. I've been told all my life, oh, you're a big dude. But once I start playing, they'd be like, oh, he can really play. So I think those those things, those aspects of my game is, is you know, kind of underrated. Definitely. You know, and if, you, and if anyone's been able to watch you play, I mean, you, you, you don't look like a big guy when you're running the ball. I mean, I don't mean – I mean, you look like a fast guy. I mean, once you, you get to that second level, I mean, nobody's catching you. I mean, it, like you said, sneaky speed, but the speed is there. I mean, like I said, you don't reach the end zone like you did without, without having that second gear to kind of, you know, get that separation. Um, we asked you, I mean, does anything go unnoticed, Darius? And we just present this question, uh, you know, could have been the offense you ran where, you know, you could, you could have done, uh, caught more balls or did more pass protection, or maybe you could, you know, is there anything that these scouts need to know about? I mean, in terms of, you know, film junkie, weight room warrior, I mean, anything as we're so close to the draft, any big boost that you can give these guys that they'll take a second look and say, man, we got to bring this kid in. I think one is my catching ability uh, in our offense. You know, we was a run-heavy offense, and um, and with our schemes, we wanted certain people to do certain things. But uh, my hands are pretty good. Uh, I think that's one of the most underrated things that people don't know or I don't have film on catching the ball as much. Um, so those are one of the things. Nah, fair enough. Like so, that's why I ask. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, you're, you mean, you're a college athlete. You know what it's like. You go into the, the, you know, uh, film room, and you're with these coaches. I mean, there's a game plan, and you, 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 you execute what the coaches ask. And you know, if they're not going to throw the ball, yeah. then you can't catch the ball. And that's just the way it's going to be. Once again, Darius Bradwell, the Tulane standout, kind enough to take some time as we're under a month away from this 20 NFL draft. And uh, you know, Darius, I wanted to say again. Uh, I'm excited to get you on because we have so many guys on the program each and every day, you know, but, you know, some days it could be offensive linemen. Um, we've been on a big wide receiver run. It seems like all the guys coming on of late, but I can't remember the last time I had a running back on the show. I, I feel like it's almost been a, a month or something. So again, you know, it's spontaneous like that, but I was just so glad to actually talk to a running back. You know, I, you know, I mean, you know, you get tired of talking to the same position, show in, show out, but, uh, especially a guy like yourself. I mean, so much that you bring to the table. So with that said, I mean, I have to say it. Um, any comparisons? Not that you're comparing yourself, but the family or friends, teammates or coaches, do they kind of say, hey, this guy, this is who you remind us of, and this guy's in the National Football League? Um, in the beginning of my career with my running back coach, he used to compare me to LeGarrette Blunt. He also was from Florida, oh. uh, what, 25 minutes away from Tallahassee, Madison County. So he said I remind him a lot of uh, of him. Also, I think uh, Rashad Penny a little bit. So I think those are the biggest comparisons I used to get. 
Oh, I like those, and uh, I love a little not much. I love the little throwback and Legarrette Bunt. I mean, uh, you know, workhorse, and uh, he was a he was a guy that I remember uh, really put on a heck of a show down at the Senior Bowl, and then went on to uh, you know win a lot of Super Bowls. Um, Darius, we're almost out of time, but we appreciate you sharing it um, some of yours with us. But uh, we call it three and out. A few off the wall questions before we let you go today. Are um, you ready to take a shot with some of those? Yeah, let's go. All right, now uh, take us inside that Greenways locker room. Um, does anybody do a great impersonation of Coach Fritz, and would they do it in front of him? Uh, nobody did a great uh, impersonation of Coach Fritz, but uh, nobody has the balls to do that. But uh, our, OC, <laughs> we, our OC is from Mississippi, so he has a country, country accent. And I know uh, one of our uh, third-string QBs called Christian used to do a great impression of him. <laughs> excellent, excellent. And I was not familiar with the athleticism that your mother and father um, brought to the table to help you become the guy that we're talking to this afternoon. But uh, is there any joking around the, the kitchen table about who's the best athlete in the Bradwell family? Uh, my mom's <laughs> I think I was in fifth grade. Me and my mom raced, and she uh, beat me. And to this day, she always talk about, I used to beat you when you was young. I used to beat you. And now I just sit there. I said, race me now. And she said, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not trying to lose. I said, yeah. So she always uh, joke around and say she used to beat me when I was younger. <laughs> Excellent stuff. And then the final one, um, again, the draft is so close. Um, April 23rd, 24th, 25th, it's going on to um, But with that said, um, I assume that week you'll be with family and friends as you wait to hear your name. Um, who's the best cook in your family, and what would you like that person to have uh, made that day as you celebrate this special journey in your football life? My mom is the best cook ever. Hands down, anybody comes to our house, they, they give her the compliments. But if I had to choose, um, I don't know. That's 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 a lot, either some fried chicken or I want a barbecue. I love barbecue food. Oh, sounds good. I, you, man, I tell you what, I'm excited. I mean, I, I tell you what, you you sold her very well. I, I tell you what, if I'm, if I'm around Tallahassee on draft day, I might text you and ask you if I can stop by and uh and try your mom's home cooking. It, it sounds pretty good there. So you you sold that well, and you're making me crave it now. And then now I got to go in the fridge and uh look at uh, like old uh, macaroni or something. You're always welcome in uh, the Bradwell family if you come to Tallahassee. Well, Darius, I appreciate that, man. And like I said, I, I would be very excited. Again, that sounds delicious. Hey, stay humble, stay hungry, be blessed, and we appreciate you uh, doing your thing. You're you're one fun guy to watch at the college level, man. You made a lot of big plays, and I think you're going to make a lot more. But, uh, again, just stay safe out there. Appreciate it. It's an honor. No problem. Once again, that is Darius Bramwell, the standout from Tulane, kind enough to join us here on the C2P. And another thing that we didn't speak about is there's not a lot of wear and tear on this kid. He's fresh, and he's he's got size and ability. And I love the Rashad Penny blunt comparisons, Um, you know, or just people that, you know, his friends and family kind of said, you know, I, I think those are really uh, dead on in terms of the size and power. And, uh, you know, I'm old school. I'm, I'm used to su- seeing the John Riggins and the Otis Andersons and the big George Rogers and Jamal Lewis's. Um, even the LeGarrette Blunt. So when I see a guy like uh, Darius Brabo doing his thing at the college level, 
Um, I just I like those big running backs, the workhorses, the guys that punish, the ones that are supposed to be the punishers. Um, they put the beating on them. Again, if you want more of Darius, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Blog Talk Radio. As always, we appreciate you joining us here on the C2P. This has been a C2P exclusive. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.